Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about uh, one of the biggest movies of all time and one of the first modern blockbusters uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. That is Titanic. So this movie follows a 17-year-old aristocrat who falls in love with a kind but poor artist aboard the luxurious, ill-fated RMS Titanic. Uh, this movie was directed by James Cameron. It did insane numbers at the box office. Um, and it is probably still one of Leonardo DiCaprio's most well-known movies. And I listened to a podcast about the Titanic, um, honestly, weeks ago at this point. I don't even remember. Uh, and I decided I should watch the movie because I've never seen it. And so I sat down, committed myself to that hefty three hours and 20 minute runtime and i thought it was fine <laughs> i mean listen it, it it's it's good like it's i'll i would say that on the whole it's like a good movie and there's a lot of parts about it that i really like um there's definitely a lot about it that i hate the runtime for one thing cut it cut it there's no reason movies need to be this long i've said it before and i'll say it again there's a reason that they don't make movies this long and it's because movies don't need to be this long um the like you could have cut literally everything in the modern day i don't think it really affects the story at all i don't think there's really any point to it um i'm sure there's a lot of people who would be like well but then you don't get the moment of rose coming to the ship and she stands on the edge and she's her arms out and throws the heart and i no one cares all that stuff was weird it was boring it's like ooh, look at this sexy love story always oh, drawing her naked and then it's like but that was when i was falling in love. like I don't know how anyone was like, um, might be a little bit weird that we were cutting between her as like a sexy teenager with, uh, with like Leonardo DiCaprio and they're, you know, they're shooting sparks out of their eyes. And then it's like old, like the oldest lady on earth is actually telling the story to a bunch of just curious researchers. And she's like describing in detail how this man drew her naked and like, you know, when they snuck off to have sex in a car, like that's just so weird. And I don't think it needs to be in that at all. I think you easily lose like 20 minutes to half an hour if you cut that out. And that's fine with me. Um, I also think that the ending just goes on way too long. Uh, once you get back into the present day, it's obviously just that's way past me at that point. I was like, all right, we can wrap it up now. Um, and then the amount of times when like the ship is sinking and then they like run into a person and they're like, help, help. He's like, no, I can't. And then runs the other way or they like run and run. And then there's a locked door and they're like, oh, open this door. It happens like three times. Both of those, those scenarios happen like three times. Like if you have them happen once, that's good enough. You don't need it as many times as they have it. It starts to feel really repetitive. And I think that like, I get they're trying to like sell the scale of this event and like really give it some stakes, but I think they do a much better job of that as the actual sinking goes on. You really don't need as much of that as there is. Also, let's less weird rich people stuff. There's like so many weird rich people blood feud like 
I don't even know. They have like a whole Romeo and Juliet saga on this this ship, and it's like I, I don't know. It it's like I understand why it's there, but then at a certain point, there's just some stuff where I feel like you could kind of lose it. Like when they're just having like hoity-toity rich people conversations. I'm like, if this isn't Jack or Rose, I don't care, and I, there's no reason that we need to be watching these people just be weird British weirdos. Um, I think that stuff I would have lost that too. Now, this sounds like overall negative, so it probably sounds weird to you that I said at first that I like this movie, but I did like this movie. Um, while I felt it was too long and, and all the complaints that I just outlined, I do think that the main two characters are very good together. Um, James Cameron does a really great job of directing this movie. Uh, I think that just like the chemistry between the cast is really good, and once this ship actually sinks, also, that's really incredible. Uh, so let's start with the with the cast and the chemistry. I think that everyone here comes to play. There's not really many people who I would say are like disinterested or seem like they don't want to be there or like they're not giving it their all. Everyone seems to be really interested in this project and like really passionate about it and like doing their best to, to give the best performance that they can. And I think that like overall brings up the movie like a lot. And that really holds it together for a large portion of it because it could get boring. Uh, realistically, if this isn't Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Wislet, and it, it, even if it is them, but they don't have like good chemistry or something like that, like this is just a terrible movie. Uh, it kind of all falls apart. But because they're so good together, I think that it makes a lot of things that could have ordinarily been boring um, much more interesting. And it gives you like characters to sort of experience like the lavishness and like the. Um, like the, the good aspects of the Titanic through, and then you also get to experience the horrible aspects of what eventually happened to the Titanic through them. And I think it like it helps to give you one focal point to really like experience this event through. And I think the movie does a good job of making you care about them. Like I like how their uh, love story evolves and how you sort of see the family's reasons behind why they don't want Kate to get into this relationship and how many you know obstacles get thrown their way it's you know it is kind of like overdone a little bit i guess you could say like oh they want to be together but the family doesn't want it and and all that stuff hey they want to marry her to marry another man and it's like um you know that that that's kind of an overdone trope so there's a little bit of like a a uh, trite aspect to that part, but I don't know. I, I, for me personally, it's, it's still kind of worked and yeah, I just think their, their love story is interesting and they're very good together and you definitely feel like they belong together. And whenever that it's the scenes with them, I think that's definitely the most interesting parts of the movie. And I, I really like that. I thought it carried the movie. And I also think that, um, the directing is really, really, really good here. Uh, James Cameron does a really great job of conveying like the scale and the scope of the Titanic. There's a lot of moments where you just get to realize its impressive size, um, the way it eclipses other ships and like how small people look on it and how much of it there is. And then especially when it's sinking, the way that he shoots that scene and the way that um, – you get so many like huge wide shots or like you follow someone as they jump off the ship or something. And then until they fall into the water, like that stuff was insane. And like seeing, seeing like all the different levels to that, like uh, 
um, you know, first you start seeing the flooding and then it starts to get worse and worse. And then people start to realize it's going on. And then there's all the chaos that's going on with the lifeboats. And, um, and then you got like all the, um, the, the people who are like trying to, to hold on to something or whatever, as this ship starts tipping, people are sliding down it. Um, people are jumping off into the water, like all that stuff. And the, and the way it really feel, you feel like the height and the size of this stuff and how like dire the situation is. Um, and, and like people are just seem desperate and no one knows what to do and it's total chaos. That was like really well handled and it really gives you the feeling almost as if you're there like you really feel the horribleness of the of this event and how awful it would have been to experience it like the titanic now exists as kind of like this myth and this just um like uh crazy legend that you hear about in school and that everybody kind of knows the story of but you know you don't really get a feel for like what it actually would have been like this gives you probably the closest you'll ever get to that and that's um that's just really impressive i think james cameron does a really really good job of helming that moment so overall i would say is a positive experience i would say if you've never seen it it's definitely worth a watch i would say that uh were i the editor we're chopping out a lot of this um but I think when you look at the performances and the um, the directing in particular, those two aspects of this movie are really, really solid, and they really carry the rest of the movie. And I think it definitely it still makes it worth watching, even if I wouldn't say everything is firing on all cylinders. So overall, a net positive, but not going to be like one of my favorite movies or anything. I'm probably never going to watch this again. But I'm glad I've seen it, I guess, so I sort of know some of those references and moments and... Um, I've got like the experience of watching this, one of the biggest movies ever made. So I think that's that's uh, that's cool and makes it worth it in its own way. Before I get out of here, I want to say that I'm grateful for um, the game GeoGuessr. <laughs> now listen, this might seem weird at first, but this game is fantastic. If you've never played it, it's basically uh, a game where it, you can pick a map and it'll put you just in a random place. Um, and you just have to like try to figure out where you are to the best of your ability. So you can pick like world, America, Europe, um, you know, Asia, like, like all kinds of different stuff. And it'll just drop you in a random spot in one of those countries or one of those cities or wherever you pick. And it, um, you know, you have to figure out where you are. It's really fun, and I like it a lot, and I spent most of my school day playing it yesterday, and it was fantastic. Uh, I'm just grateful for that game because it's really fun, and I, I don't know. You feel like a genius if you actually get stuff right, so I would, I would recommend that to you. If you haven't played it yet, very, uh, very well worth your time. All right, you know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, tell a friend if you think they would enjoy the show. And visit my website, which is linked in the description below, to find links to contact me, links to all the episodes that have come out to this point, and um, a whole bunch more. So, yeah, thank you for doing all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And until next time, I'll never let go. <laughs> Peace.